From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right. And today, April the 3rd, 2023, we celebrate as we've reached a brand new milestone. Today celebrates In Black and Right's 200th episode. 200! And I'm like, wow! It, it even blows my mind that in January of 2022, I never would have thought we would have reached even 100 episodes, but we did. And now we're at 200 today. And yep, we're having a celebration, folks. And we'll probably be doing it all week. And the timing of this great milestone is pretty significant because it's also the beginning of Holy Week. The days leading up to Easter and as many millions of Christians around the world will be celebrating uh, the birth, well, not the birth, but the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. I will be one of those. And, but this week, of course, uh, everybody seems to be focused on tomorrow in New York. As Donald Trump... Uh, according to reports this afternoon, has left his estate, Mar-a-Lago, in Palm Beach and is headed to New York for his arraignment tomorrow. Now, I'm not really going to get too much into this today because I've said it a lot last week uh, and others that I've heard have said the same thing. This is crap. It's pure, unadulterated crap. There's no real case, and Alvin Bragg is nothing more than a George Soros, yes, I said his name, so what? He is a George Soros bought and paid for slave. That's right, because if he doesn't do what his master, uh, George Soros, says, and I know MSLSD is probably going to have another cow, but I don't care because it's true. Uh, he might not have gotten money directly from Soros, but his many organizations that are wackadoodle and way out in the field got him the money. So, yeah, so he's George Soros bought and paid for. Soros is trying to even run away from this, but uh, George, you're a little late, baby. You are more than a little late because folks who have a brain have already figured you out. And the fact that you're Jewish and a traitor to several million of your own people because you betrayed them to the Nazis, George, baby, right there in World War II. So, you know, try not, try to stop with the whole Jedi mind trick thing because people who pay attention know, and that's an awful lot of folks. But, of course, uh, the circus in Manhattan is 
going to be exactly that. It's going to be a circus. The mainstream media are salivating like Pavlovian dogs waiting to see Trump going into the courthouse. Now, of course, for you Trump derangement syndrome sufferers uh, and other, uh, and especially the woke Christians who haven't got a clue, sorry, Christmas is not coming early because the Secret Service made dang sure that Trump will not be arriving in the court in handcuffs. So, your uh, dreams of a perp walk have just been shot down by the Secret Service. <sighs> oh, excuse me. But, yeah. So, tomorrow, and tomorrow night, uh, President Trump will be uh, addressing the nation uh, from Mar-a-Lago because he'll go in for his raiment and he will head back to Mar-a-Lago. And, yeah, I'm sorry, but for... I'm. Well, actually, I'm not sorry. For all of those of you who are rooting for Trump to get thrown into jail, yeah. <laughs> Silly rabbits, you're on drugs. No, that's not going to happen. Because Bragg, as much as he thinks he has, he's got no case. He's got no case. There are way too many problems with it. Uh, like the statute of limitations, for one. Number two... It was a misdemeanor, if you even can get to that point. But to try to turn a non-misdemeanor into a felony? Man, that takes a trick that even Harry Houdini couldn't pull off. So, no. No, 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 no. We're, we're, I'm just going to just say, nope, sorry, you're done. Uh, so just basically sit down, have a Prozac, and shut up. But I'm not so much concerned about what's going on with President Trump. Uh, he is only but one person. Actually, according to Glenn Beck, and I played um, Tucker Carlson's interview with Glenn Beck last week, Trump is really more of a symbol now than just you know, a regular person. He's really the common man's billionaire. Uh, or some people would say the blue-collar billionaire. Because he's out there for the people, not special interest groups or, you know, media, media likability. It's like, dude, Trump's got his own media. It's called Truth Social. And yes, I'm on it. In black and white, 2022, if you ever uh, look on Truth Social. But anyway, I'm more concerned about m more of the overall war that has been going on against people. The hard-working, God-fearing, paying their taxes, playing by the rules, going to church on Sundays, including this coming Easter, and they're getting hosed. They're getting hosed big time. They're getting screwed by a weaponized federal government. The Fascist Bureau of Intimidation and the Injustice Department, just to name two. Uh, you also have how clueless Joe Biden and his minions have screwed up the country. They screwed us up economically with inflation and supply chain issues. They've messed up national security by having a border that is so porous it's not even funny anymore. And 
a variety, wide variety from the, the botched uh, bailout in Afghanistan, which still just absolutely floors me, to the full-on war going on against people of faith. Uh, Christians, uh, traditional Catholics, they're going after their First Amendment rights, their Second Amendment rights, Fourth Amendment rights. You know, no due process, no sense of privacy. I mean, my gosh, folks, it's wartime. And I have, and to my dear brothers and sisters in Christ across the country, it's about time you finally got a hold of that, to wrap your brain around it. You have been targeted. Your free speech has been targeted. And even me, and even though I'm not some big-time uh, podcaster or uh, blogger or whatever, I'm not on radio, but I'm going to continue to be the voice that God has called me to be to stand up to this nonsense and foolishness and to call evil out wherever you find it. And these days, you really don't have to look hard. I mean, I'll give you some great examples of what's going on here. Uh, let's see. I mean, there's just a few things. Oh, yeah, here we go. The First Amendment. Here we go. Now, this was a story uh, just last week in, uh, on Just the News. And some, and some of y'all may have heard of this. Now, Douglas Mackey, uh, a, I guess the story says he's a digital provocateur, has been found guilty of election interference for disseminating materials that encourage individuals to vote by text. Now, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of New York confirmed the verdict on last Friday, the 31st. Now, Douglas Mackey did a meme, a, a meme, on, put it on his Twitter account, and, oh my gosh, it's crazy. So he has a meme that he puts on Twitter, and it's against Hillary Clinton. But now, because of this, this was 2016, folks. 2016. And Mr. Mackey has been convicted of election interference for his meme. A meme. I mean, how many times have you gone on maybe your social media account and somebody puts up a meme? Wow! Amazing! And yet, because it was against Hillary Clinton, this guy, Mr. Mackey, has now been found guilty of election interference. I'm like, what? <laughs> election interference because of a meme? I mean, you know, folks, when we get to this point, it's crazy. And same thing with pro-life uh, evangelicals and traditional Catholics. We know about the Hauk case, if you've been paying attention. A Catholic pro-life uh, activist praying the rosary in front of a uh, abortion clinic silently. And some yahoo trying to mess with his son, Mr. Hauk did what any good dad would do. He got in the way 
of this clown trying to hurt one of his kids. And he's got seven kids. But nope, Merrick Garland and the uh, Fascist Bureau of Intimidation decides to bring an FBI SWAT team, full tactical gear, beats down his door, scares the daylights out of his wife, and traumatizes their kids who are screaming, don't take their daddy. Merrick Garland, you are a soulless piece of manure. Soulless. And I'm willing to bet these guys, I mean, unless they are really sick puppies, they don't want to do that, but they have their orders. And yet, and, and I'll get into this, uh, I'll get into uh, the whole thing with F, with the FBI and whistleblowers. Now, some of that is like really messed up, but, but yeah, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, this is life in wartime. And here we go again. Here's a little something else, I believe, to prove my point. Now, the, let's see, where the, oh yeah, the Montgomery County School District in Maryland. <laughs> pa parents in that school district received an email uh, from, the, from the public schools of Monter Montgomery County that informed them that they would not be notified, or should I say, they would not be notified anymore about the instructional materials used for that subject matter and that subject matter was gender ideology. Gender ideology. In a nutshell, the Montgomery County School District there in Maryland have told parents, you cannot, I repeat, cannot opt your kids out of learning gender ideology. Now this, <laughs> wow, this took some serious, serious nerve and audacity by the Montgomery County School District. Who the heck are they to tell parents that your kids have to be subjected to gender ideology and we don't care what you think? Whoo, baby. Now, if I were a parent in that school district and I had kids, I would have told these clowns, screw you and the horse you rode in on. You have no say about my kids, period, end of discussion, and probably would have pulled out, uh, pulled, you know, pulled the kids out of school, because there is absolutely, positively, I don't care what their reasoning is, what any school district says. You parents, the mama bears and the papa bears, have every right to do whatever you want when, in regards to your kids' education. If the Montgomery County Public Schools don't like it, well, too stinking bad. Get over yourselves because this is the reason why you have school boards all over this country that... Have an, that have had an awful lot of changes. And Florida has led the way. So, I'm thinking, uh, for all y'all in the school district and on the school board, uh, if you haven't had anybody run against you when you're up for re-election, stand by. Because telling your 
telling these parents by email. Uh, and it didn't even have a meeting or anything. They just, they just sent emails to parents everywhere saying that you may not opt your kids out of uh, learning gender ideology. Now, in the school district I live in, here in North Florida, I know the superintendent. And there is not a snowball's chance in hell that he would ever do anything like that. And neither would the school board. Because if they did, you it would be a political bloodbath. So, I mean, I'm very fortunate to live in a place where folks actually haven't lost their minds. But there my friends, is another reason why a lot of good people in this country, especially if you're a person of faith, you're under assault. Big time assault. Now, if you happen to be fortunate enough to live in a place where you don't have to deal with this stupidity, God bless you and thank God. So, see so you there. So there's that. But here's something uh, right along the same line. In Maryland, a Democrat mayor of College Park, Maryland, has been arrested on charges of possession and distribution of child sex abuse material. A mayor. And he's been charged on 56 counts related to child pornography. Are you freaking serious? You've got Mo Montgomery County telling, ki telling parents, hey, your, your kids are just going to have to listen and participate uh, in gender ideology, and yet you have a, de a Democrat mayor who's resigned, been arrested, and charged with 56 counts of possessing and distributing child pornography. Excuse you, uh, state of Maryland. You know, and I've got a few friends there, but I'll tell you this. What in the hell are you thinking, people? You have an elected official with pornography. You have a school district that tells parents that, hey, your kids have to sit and listen uh, and be groomed, and you have nothing to say about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So, yes. Parents' rights. If somebody has, a, has an issue with the parents' rights movement, tell them to sit down, have a Prozac, and shut up. Because this type of crap is what ticks off parents and has ticked off parents all over the country. All over the country. Now, fortunately, hallelujah, praise God, there are people who are willing to fight back against this foolishness and nonsense and perversion. Yes, perversion. And being taught in public schools with taxpayer money. I said, mm-mm. Is it any wonder why hundreds of thousands of kids are getting pulled out of public schools because of crap like this? And the audacity of institutions like the Montgomery County Schools, to say, nope, sorry, you don't have the right. Deal with it. You cannot opt out. So, oh yeah. 
I'd love to have seen what the backlash was. Because I guarantee you, even in Mon uh, Montgomery County, uh, Maryland, there's got to be some parents who are just plain PO'd and probably let the school, the school district and the school board have it. A double-barreled earful of, uh, the heck with this, you ain't teaching my kids this. No, no, no. Mmm. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm making myself so crazy I gotta have some water. <clears throat> but anyway, but yeah. My friends, my fellow Christians, you are being targeted. This is wartime. Please, oh please, oh please. I've been trying to tell people this for two years. And now they've stepped it up. And on top of that, on Holy Week, you're taking Donald Trump and a Raymond in New York tomorrow, which is going to be a circus, but there are going to be uh, Trump supporters in protest in other parts of New York, maybe uh, Manhattan or upstate, maybe uh, Long Island. But yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna be okay with this. They're not okay with this. And so what and Glenn Beck when he was talking to uh, Tucker Carlson, the the sick, twisted, perverse left wants backlash. They want the right to start protesting and resorting to violence. The same type of violence that happened in Nashville last week when some messed up trans person <clears throat> went into a Christian school, killed six people, three adults, and three nine-year-old kids. I have... My nephew's oldest daughter is nine years old. She goes to a religious school in Southern California. And to have some wackadoodle trans person identifying as trans, self-identified by the way, and they're doing this, and now all of a sudden you have all kinds of anti-gun wackadoodles who are aligning with their democrat allies. I mean, the protest that almost happened at the Tennessee Capitol last week, the day after the shooting, you had Democrat legislators in, on the floor of the Tennessee House, you know, with bullhorns screaming and acting like complete fools. Sick, twisted, manifesting demon fools. This is just nuts. And they're going to keep doing it. They're, and they're using kids, high school kids, in public schools to be their nice, willing, social justice warrior accomplices with their skulls full of mush, to quote the great, the late, great Rush Limbaugh. So no, 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 no. We're, we're, we're not, this ain't cool. This is not cool at all. But, my friends, there's another part of this. There's another part of this. You, and I would hope pastors... Uh, other ministry leaders would listen to this because what this government is doing to evangelicals, traditional Catholics, 
and they are getting help from all kinds of folks in D.C., but I want to play a little bit of, oh, actually, not a, not a little bit, but this interview that a young man named Greg Price had with Steve Bannon on the War Room last week. And, oh, baby, this is just wild. Because when you hear this, you're going to wonder, what in the Sam hell is going on here? And you would definitely be within, well within your right. But this has to do with uh, young Mr. Price and a Twitter thread that he did uh, before last weekend. And what it shows should scare, well maybe not scare, but wake y'all up to what's really going on in this country and what the FBI, the, the Fascist Bureau of Intimidation, will do to their own. So let me just play this of Greg Price on Bannon's War Room a couple of days ago. So Timothy Tebow, not to be confused with the former Heisman Trophy winner, but Timothy Tebow was an FBI agent, and he was one of the agents assigned <clears throat> to the Hunter Biden investigation. And as people in the audience may recall, back over the summer, whistleblowers came forward to Senator Chuck Grassley's office, as well as uh, Representative Jim Jordan's office, alleging that Timothy Tebow had deliberately suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop before the 2020 election. They, these whistleblowers were alleging there was an active campaign at the Bureau to, to silence the, the laptop investigation and prevent it from getting to the public. Um, which is also known as rigging and stealing an election, when you go out of your way to make sure that the American people don't have information about one of the important information about one of the candidates that is rigging and stealing an election. Well, I found his girlfriend's Twitter account, and she, you know, she in many of her tweets she she was just it was just general conservative commentary. Um, but a lot of her tweets, she was saying things that somebody who is not an FBI employee wouldn't be privy to. She was suggesting a couple tweets that all of these whistleblowers are going to be proven wrong and that we have to, quote, stay tuned. Well, what exactly do we have to stay tuned for? Well, in several other tweets, she was saying that these whistleblowers are not as anonymous as they think they are, quote, quote unquote. Um, and she also had a couple other tweets that were kind of suspicious that made it, made it seem like maybe Timothy Tebow is tweeting them from her account. But this is a girlfriend of this FBI agent basically saying that the FBI is about to retaliate against these whistleblowers who came to Congress about these guy, about this guy, that they're going to maybe expose their identities and, and retaliate against them. And that, you know, that raises some serious questions. I reached out to her, Tebow, and the FBI for comment, and obviously I didn't hear back from any of them. But after I reached out to her, she deleted her account, naturally. So... Oh, so after you reached out to her, this is news, after you reached out to her, she took her account down? She took her Twitter account down and she locked her Instagram and Facebook accounts. Exactly. It's any hell in the business. Yeah. Go and, ahead. and again, like this is this is the people need to understand, this is the dirtbag agent at the center of censoring the Hunter Biden laptop. And one thing I forgot to have mentioned is these whistleblowers also alleged to Jim Jordan that he was using January 6 cases to, quote, overstate the threat of domestic extremism in this country. And another thing was that when Tony Bobulinski told, gave, gave his interview with Tucker Carlson, 
Timothy Tebow was the point man in dealing with Tony Bobulinski, and he told them that he presented all of this evidence to the FBI about how the Biden family had committed multiple felonies, but Tony Bobulinski said Timothy Tebow never followed up with him or his lawyers. And if people want to read, you know, I have the full, full story going on. Well, well, and well, hey, excuse me. My gosh, I mean, these are names that, if you really pay attention, should be immediately recognizable. Bobolinsky especially. And now this Timothy Tebow, you know, thank God he, I mean, no, not the football player. No, not my fellow Floridian. But this guy was a real douche. I mean, essentially, he's threatening or at least his girlfriend is threatening to expose the identities of these whistleblowers who, by the way, in case you don't know, they do get federal protection. There are federal statutes against any type of retaliation uh, against whistleblowers. But um, when it comes to the FBI, however, oh no, whole different set of rules. Whole new ball game. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, mercy. And now, on top of that, I mean, it's bad enough. Our government is a mess, and it's loaded to the gills with liars. Uh, case in point. Now, you everybody knows about the Chinese spy balloon that flew over a good chunk of the continental U.S., came down from Alaska through Canada, but yet now <laughs> there are now apparently leakers and whistleblowers in the Pentagon who say that the Chinese spy balloon did gather intelligence about military sites despite the U.S.'s preventative efforts. That's a report from just the news. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And they transmitted this stuff. I mean, it had to have been, you know, some type of communications where they're, they're transmitting this stuff to Beijing. And yet, here we are, our idiotic, our idiotic severely woke military, they knew this stuff. They knew it and yet took forever and a dog's age to shoot the thing down. Now, I don't care what Biden says. I don't care what silly Mark Milley, the chair of the Joint Chiefs, says, or Lloyd Austin, the defense secretary. They are all pieces of crap. They are liars. And now you get this little peak gem on top of everything else that our whacked out government does and yes this proves once and for all Donald Trump is the man for 2024 because for one do you really think if you have any brains at all and I'm talking to the critics out there those of us who do have brains we know what the answer is do you think Donald Trump, if he were president, the commander-in-chief, would let this balloon just float over uh, these military sites? 
No, that damn thing would have been shot down as soon as it was discovered. Boom! Before it ever got to the continental U.S., it would have been shot down either over Canada, over Alaska, whatever. Boom! Get a couple of fighter jets from Elmendorf Air Force Base, shoot the sucker down. Number two. I mean, this is just crazy. Do you really think that it would, that Donald Trump, as president, would let the Attorney General and the FBI just run roughshod over people of faith? No, I don't think so. And I guarantee you, people like that in Biden's regime are scared spitless. They are scared to death. And they're taking a humongous risk because with Trump, if Trump gets back in, they're going to try everything they can to stop the man. And I tell you right now, it will fail. Because as soon as the indictment came out last week, the Trump campaign got, in 24 hours, $4 million in donations. Not from the hedge fund guys, from American people, working class people. They're ticked off. And deservedly so. This is just the cherry on top of a sick, twisted, demonic Sunday. And you're going to be doing it during Holy Week? Ay caramba. Talk about no class. But I'll tell you, there are some interesting parallels, I would think, between Donald Trump and what happened to Jesus. Now, I am not saying at all, so get it through your thick heads, I am not saying that Donald Trump is Jesus. Nope. Jesus is my savior, Trump is my president, as the t-shirt says. But what each of them went through by their enemies, their political enemies, has a disturbing sort of, well, I would say, uh, similarities. Absolutely. It's nuts. I mean, I'd like to, you know, I, I got to play this. I, I mean, I, I've been thinking about it, thinking about it. It's like, I got to play this. Now, Father Frank, Frank Pavone was on Bannon's War Room today. And I had the pleasure of meeting Father Pavone last year at CPAC, Texas, there in the Dallas-Fort uh, Worth Metroplex. But his insights fascinated me. The comparisons between Trump and Jesus, uh, and how each of their enemies plotted to go after them and essentially kill them. But let's take a look here. I, I, I want to play this. I mean, I was deciding, should I or should I not? But this is just too good. So it's just a couple of minutes, but let me play Father Frank. Well, actually, well, if you're a Catholic and, you know, he, he's no longer a quote-unquote priest because he was defrocked by the Vatican, but still, phenomenal guy. And will still stand up for uh, the unborn, even though he might not have the clerical collar and everything, but I love the man. So here we go, Father Frank Prevone. And, ah, there we are. There we go. Palm Sunday, you're in the most sacred and holy week uh, in the Christian calendar. 
very symbolic that Donald Trump is being brought before the magistrate tomorrow in uh, New York, is it not, sir? It really is, Steve. You know, on Good Friday, Pilate is there and he talks to Jesus and he says, well, you know, what, what, what have you done? He says, I find no guilt in you. And then he goes out to the crowd and he says, shall I release for you the king of the Jews? And the crowd says, crucify him. And Pilate says, well, what wrong has he done? They don't give any wrong. The crowd just says, crucify him. And Pilate bows to their pressure. This passion of Jesus Christ is a perfect example of going after a man in search of a crime just in order to get rid of the man rather than going after a crime in search of the people who did it. And that's why this indictment of President Trump turns America upside down because it's an inversion of what the system of justice is supposed to be. The passion of Christ that we honor and celebrate during these days is a prosecutorial misconduct. Uh, it is a weaponization of the processes that in themselves are legitimate, but here they're being used against an enemy. So this is not, a, not to compare Jesus Christ with Donald Trump, but to compare the tactics of their enemies. Uh, the tactics of the enemy are always the same, and it's time for us to realize we've got to fight back harder than ever before. There's no compromising with this. There's no negotiating with this. Uh, we, their, their enemy is trying to eliminate us. We have got to go back and eliminate politically and, 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 and patriotically everything they're trying to do. Okay. I heard that this morning, and I thought, oh, my goodness. The man has a point. And a pretty darn good one. I mean, right now, the country is in the middle of all kinds of persecution, of weirdness. I mean, persecuting Trump, because really, it's, as President Trump has always said, it's not about him. They don't want, he's just in the way. They want you, the average, hardworking God-fearing, America first, make America great crowd, Trump supporter, whatever banner you want to uh, be under. But if it has anything doing to support Trump, this government, corrupt to the core and frankly needs to burn in hell, that's what it's up. It's you. It's me. It's anybody who stands up for things like the Constitution, the rule of law. Uh, being American and liking it. Oh my gosh, I mean, when has ever being a loving America been a bad thing? Um, um, before now? I mean, heck, I don't know how long it's been going on, but these people are so arrogant, they just believe in their twisted, demonic little minds that no one can stop them and how dare they? They're just horrible people. And of course, the elites in the media are just as arrogant, looking down on them, just as smug and snarky as you can get. So, frankly, uh, you know, I I'm just going to keep saying this. We have to realize, my friends, people of faith, my Catholic brothers and sisters, my, my Protestant brothers and sisters, we are at war. We are just at war. And it's not just political. Oh no, it goes far, far beyond that. This is called, uh, it's a spiritual battle. 
It's spiritual warfare. Not just lawfare, not just politics from highly messed up, evil, corrupt individuals. But this is good versus evil. As a plain as you can get it. No ifs, no ands, nor buts. There is no compromise. There is just win for the left and all the Democrats. It's win at any cost. Machiavelli on steroids. The end justifies the means. Or for us, it's uh, for those who actually have decency and things of that nature. This is if we lose this battle, the republic that we've known all of our lives and your parents, grandparents, will be gone. And your kids and grandkids are going to be left in a police state. A horrible, vicious, heartless police state. I'm not into that. And I have plenty of nieces and nephews who I love with all my heart and I'm going to do whatever I can to stop this nonsense because the world they're going to be growing up in if I don't and if we fail scares me. It would scare me probably into another heart attack. But it has to be stopped. Period. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. So we're going to see what's happening uh, after tomorrow, I mean, yes, it is going to be a circus, and the mainstream media will be like sharks with blood in the water, and they're going to pretty much do what they can to continue their lives straight from the pit of hell. So, what can you do, folks? Anyway, I'm going to call it a day. I'm just going to go and celebrate. Thank you to everyone around the world. We have now... Ten foreign nations that have listened to the program. And one of our newest ones is Iran. Wow. That one's a mind blower. But thank you to everyone here in the United States, Canada, and the rest of the world. We're now at 200. And we're going to continue to go and maybe have 200 more over the next uh, few months. But... I am grateful beyond words for your support, for your love, for your prayers. All I simply ask is tell people, spread the word. We are on all uh, podcasting platforms, uh, and the audio version anyway. And yes, we're there. And as soon as I can, I'm hoping to have it done just after Easter, but we will be doing a video version of this uh, for our Rumble page on a daily basis. Looking forward to that as well. So, my friends, love y'all. Take care of yourself. And yes, we're going to be going at it this week hard and heavy, especially tomorrow. So, take care. God bless you guys. And always remember that patriots come in all colors.